0: Today on Locked On A's, we are previewing the World Series of 2022. Who has the edge, the Astros or the Phillies? What are the big storylines coming out of this World Series? What's at stake? Let's get into it. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke! How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 482 of the Locked on A's podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, we're talking about the World Series, baby. I know that this is Locked on A's, but the World Series is the biggest prize in the game until the World Baseball Classic, and then I will deem that the biggest prize in the game. But for now, the World Series, that, that hunk of metal that's what everybody's playing for all season long in major league baseball. So, hey, let's talk about a couple of teams one of which we're very familiar with in the Houston Astros and then one that the A's went uh, 1 and 2 against to begin their 2022 campaign, uh the Philadelphia Phillies. So, <laughs> hey, the A's could beat the Phillies. That's not great <laughs> for the for keeping the Astros out of the record books this world series. But before we get into anything, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And also, uh, thank you guys so much for making a locked on is your first lesson of the day. We're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. And I think I got the hang of this new uh, recording software. So hopefully, once I get my intro music uh, squared away, and the, the graphic that goes with that then then there will be youtube videos once more so i uh, get excited about that and also go subscribe to the youtube channel at locked on a's over there uh, we're also at locked on a's on twitter and instagram I am at By Jason B on Twitter. And if you guys have any questions for us, make sure to just join our Twitter community over on Twitter for Locked On A's. And uh, just post a question in there. I'll see it. We'll, we'll talk about it on the show. It'll be a great time. Uh, one thing that you guys could definitely do is tweet at us. Uh, what were the scariest moments of the 2022 season? Uh, I think that I'm going to be going with the opening day roster. Ooh. So we're going to have fun on Monday for Halloween. Uh, and also just uh, tweet us. Uh, at Locked On A's, what what your your scariest moments of 2022 were, and also uh, just uh, check out Inside the A's. It's a great little site that I got going in affiliation with Sports Illustrated, covering A's baseball in written form. And also make sure to follow Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook at Inside the A's. Fairly simple, but let's get into this World Series preview, folks, because it is that time of year, uh, and that time of year is uh, when when the Houston Astros are back in the World Series, and this is when the country unites, which is oddly enough right before Election Day, uh, which I find funny, but uh, the country is united to root against Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, and the rest of the Space Cowboys. Uh, Oh, and Justin Verlander's on the team too, and he sucks. But he feels more specific to A's fans. I don't know that he has the general baseball hate that uh, other teams have. Like, Detroit probably still loves him, because why not? But uh, A's fans, not a a kind word to say about Justin Verlander, let me tell you that. Uh, Because, you know, you remember. The playoffs in 2012 and 2013 that's why because he sucked but uh, I mean, he was really really good and it sucked But he's also not been great in other seasons. I think that what really gets me is uh, his 2020 his 2012 sorry his 2012 postseason he completely shut down the A's and that sucked I went I was at that game five and uh, it was not Fun Because there was zero offense coming from the A's bats. And, you know, that's what Justin Verlander does. And then they go ahead and they sweep the Yankees. And uh, the Giants are still in the postseason. And then the Giants win game seven against the Cardinals. And then, whoa, that's great. And I'm like, oh, well, wait until they face Justin Verlander. Oh, man, he's going to mow them down. And then he sucked so much. That's why I don't like Justin Verlander. I'm like, yeah, he can pitch really good against the A's. That Everybody does that in the playoffs. But to then just... Utterly be terrible against another rival. That's what really gets me. I think so. Justin Verlander, not a fan, and uh, we we can all unite against against him and the Houston Astros. I believe so. Anyway, uh, the Astros are the heavy favorite in this series at minus 190 over at Bet Online, and I don't know if that's because they haven't lost a game this postseason or because they're really good. Uh, but man, uh, I I hope that the Phillies. Make it so that three NL East teams have defeated the Astros in the World Series. I would find that very funny. Um, It's funny that it's already been two, but hey, why not three from the same division? Were you at Marlins? Were you at Mets? Steve Cohen, you can't even get the teams of the World Series to beat up on Houston. Everybody else can do it. Even the Phillies, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Just having some fun with the old World Series preview here. Uh, The last time that the Phillies won the World Series was in 2008. And uh, a 45-year-old Jamie Moyer was a member of that club. Fun fact, he played in the majors until 2012 which I did not realize. And uh, he, he was 49 years old when he last pitched in the majors. I thought that he was like upper four, like 46, maybe was like the oldest. No, he kept going. That's insane. He started his career in the big leagues at 23 years old in 1986. It's the year after I was born and he played for so long. What am I doing with my life? Uh, he also... Uh, fun, fun. Other fact is uh, he also allowed the most home runs ever over the course of an entire career with 522. So he's got a little bit of gold on his baseball reference page. So there you go. World Series preview: Jamie Moyer pitched until 10 years ago when he was almost 50. World Series preview, <laughs> right there for you guys. Uh, this year's Phillies, though, uh, they're a little bit of a, a boomer bust team at times, but in the playoffs they have been booming. All the way to the World Series, Reese Hoskins uh, definitely personifies the boom or bust perfectly because he is 8 for 44, good for a 182 batting average, but five of his hits have been home runs and each one of those felt like a big one. He definitely spikes his bat at least once and holy crap that was exciting. Uh, I like Reese Hoskins. I think he went to Fresno State too. So uh, I don't, I, I don't pay attention to where guys go to college, but I think he went to Fresno State. I think I know that. Uh, so Reese Hoskins, local guy? Question mark. Uh, and by local, I mean a couple hours away guy. Um, anyways, uh, Bryce Harper has been the butt of a lot of jokes in his career, basically because uh, you know he was a, a young guy, a phenom, and. He kept getting bounced in the first round, and uh, I didn't uh, make fun of him because I know what that's like and it sucks. So, Bryce Harbor was fine with me. He was still really good. Uh, And, you know, he had his hair flowing, which I enjoy a lot. And uh, he, he had. You know that the lack of postseason success with the Nationals, not to mention that the Nats uh, won the year after he left with Juan Soto playing his position. So uh, there, there was a lot to make fun of there. I guess there was a lot of stuff there for the back page in New York to, you know, get rib him on a little bit there. But this October he has been utterly ridiculous. He is. Not carrying the team, because everybody on the Phillies is doing fairly well, but he has been carrying this team. Uh, He is batting over 400 for the entire postseason, and he also has five home runs, including the big one in the bottom of the eighth inning against the Padres that sent the Phillies to the World Series. He's doing it. He's feeling it. He's feeling himself. He's feeling the city of Philadelphia. And that gets me excited. And I, I, I'm i just going to be upfront with you guys. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Phillies. Most of America's rooting for the Phillies. I think like 45 states are rooting for the Phillies, except for like Colorado and Texas and like some of those other. But why Colorado? Why? I thought we were cool. You legalize weed and then all of a sudden you're rooting for the Astros. You're a weird state, Colorado. Anyways, uh, for the Astros, it was the Yordan show in the first couple of games against the Mariners in the ALDS, but the Yankees held him to two singles and a double in the ALCS while getting him to strike out six times in four games. So uh, while you might be thinking, oh man, Jordan Alvarez, he's a beast. Don't pitch to him. Apparently, you can get him out now. So, he's hitting like 240 in the playoffs. He's doing okay, but he's not, you know, being the beast that he was. And so, I'm not saying go ahead and throw him heaters down the middle, but maybe he's pitchable now. Uh, just, a, just a thought. I don't know. I'm going to be eating those words in a few hours here. I, I can tell you that. Uh, but... Even with the Yankees uh, keeping Air Jordan at bay, uh, they were still swept away pretty convincingly in four games, so it's not like it really mattered. I mean, let them hit dingers, and then maybe you'll last 18 innings in one game, and then also get swept. Uh, I don't know what the the tactic is here because the, the Astros are a deep team and that's really the, the key to their success. Uh, just another thing, uh, Jose Altuve started the postseason 0-23 before going 3-9 for nine in the last two games of the ALCS and they've still rolled. Roll like Jose Altuve is like one of one of the, the linchpins of their offense, and Jordan Alvarez, very, very good, and they're still just doing great, even without these guys, most of the time. Uh Houston has depth, and that is their main advantage in this series. Jeremy Pena is leading the team in OPS this postseason with a 991. They've played like seven games, so it's not like they've played a lot of games, but hey, small sample size, he's crushing the ball. I think he's hit three home runs in seven games. Jeremy Pena. Rookie Jeremy Pena. Not Jordan Alvarez, who hit two in the first two games. No, it's Jeremy Pena that's doing it. Also, Chaz McCormick somehow has two home runs. I didn't know that he had power. I guess I was thinking Miles Straw. But Chaz McCormick hit 14 home runs this season. And now he has two in the postseason. Weird. Uh, Yuli Gurriel had a pretty bad season by his standards. And uh, all of a sudden, he's good again. I'm going to say everybody's cheating. They're still cheating. They're definitely still cheating. But the Astros are a pesky bunch, as we all know. So uh, that, that that's the recap there of the tale of the tape. Uh, we're going to talk about the keys for each team coming up. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. There's also the NHL and a little thing called the World Series. So whatever your sport of choice is, I'm guessing it's baseball because this is a baseball podcast. uh, You can go to BetOnline and just go do anything that you want. Bet on anything. You want to know who Tom Brady's going to date next or you have an idea? You can bet on that at BetOnline. Taylor Swift is a... not getting great odds i'll tell you that so don't don't put money on taylor swift but man the content there would be amazing i gotta say uh find all of the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth analysis of every game and as always bet online remains your continued source for all of your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including baseball, MMA, boxing, golf. There's a new basketball season. There's a new NHL season. Football is still being played. Uh, and also, who's Tom Brady going to date next after he filed for divorce? I don't know. But if you know, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more because Bet Online is where the game and where Tom Brady's dating life goes. Start. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. We're also going to be starting back up on YouTube very shortly. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. And also check out Inside the A's. It's my new site in affiliation with Sports Illustrated. Uh, there, there's some good stuff up there. I got to say, I have a, a new piece by an A's fan that went up today. Uh, the, the things that we, the, the oddly specific things that we need to see from the A's in 2023. It's by Felina. She's wonderful. Uh, Go go check it out. Uh, And also make sure to uh, follow Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook so you never miss an article over there. But let's talk about the keys to the World Series. Uh, The A's are not in this one, which sucks. Just wanted to hammer that one home for you guys real quick, but uh, the, the keys to the series, this is gonna sound really obvious, but the Phillies have done a lot of damage on just monster hits at the right moment, and once they get going, they just don't stop. They, they're they're prone to big innings, big home runs, big three-run home runs, uh, two-run home runs. They, 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 hit, they hit the ball when they need to, and they get the runs that way. Uh, so the key for Houston will be not to allow monster hits. That is legitimately my key to the series for the Houston Astros is do not allow monster hits to the Phillies. I'm not saying that I don't want them. Uh, to allow monster hits. I'm just saying that if the Astros want to win, that that changing the script on what has made the Phillies successful so far would probably be a good idea. Uh, In a similar vein, the Astros have been scoring a lot of runs via the long ball. So the key for the Phillies pitching is to limit the guys that get on base, especially ahead of the big boppers in this lineup, like Jeremy Pena, who leads the team in home runs this postseason, and Chaz McCormick, who is tied for second. Don't let anybody on ahead of those two guys because they're going to drive it over the fence. Um, Also, uh, apparently... So many guys have two home runs on the Astros right now. I think Bregman and Gurriel and Jordan Alvarez. So, like, everybody's hit multiple home runs in seven games. So don't let anybody on base, I guess, is is the uh, the key for the Phillies. I know that it sounds simple to not, you know, t- to limit the guys that get on base because, yeah, that makes sense. You don't want guys to get on base ever. That's kind of the, the whole point of baseball from a defensive perspective is, You don't want to do that, but uh, more specifically, the Phillies can't afford to just be giving out free passes. Don't don't allow any walks because every run is going to be crucial for this team if they want to win this series because their margin of error is fairly small, I think. I think that the Astros are probably a better team, uh, and maybe that's some of my reverse jinxing that i'm doing because everything that i've said on this podcast has been wrong uh, for the playoffs so yeah the astros are just a superior team and i think that they're gonna roll on this one they might not even get make it to four games it might just be a three game series because they're gonna beat philadelphia so bad um yeah so that is that is where i'm going here um Game one is going to be Aaron Nola going against Justin Verlander, and that's going to be starting here in just a couple of hours. And at the very least, the Phillies need to split the Nola slash Wheeler starts to start this series. That's games one and two, Nola getting the start in game one, Wheeler in game two. Uh, They could also use both of those guys going deep into game so that their bullpen doesn't get too exposed uh, and so that they have some fresh guys from the quote-unquote good bullpen going for them that might be available to them in game three or four that haven't been seen by the Astros yet uh, that might be able to just lock up a a, a win if they're in position to lock up a win there. Um, I I know that Lance McCullers is a pretty good pitcher, but I've seen it with the A's. There's always one inning where he gets into trouble and the A's never make him pay. The Phillies need to make him pay when he starts walking guys or losing control there for that like 10 to 15 pitches. They need to make him pay. And I think that if he's pitching in Philly, uh, I, I think that he, he might. Uh, he's a big game pitcher. I know that he's got you know nerves of steel, blah, blah, blah. But I think the Phillies might be able to get to him. And if they can take game three or four, They might be in business, honestly. So we'll see, because then they'd still have Nola and Wheeler going again later in the series and see what happens there. But with all that said, let's have some fun here and see who will be the Phillies version of Pablo Sandoval in Game 1 because as much as A's fans dislike Verlander, it was hard to enjoy him giving up two home runs in the World Series to a guy named Panda because it was against the Giants. He gave up home runs to a guy named Kung Fu Panda, affectionately and that was that was the last straw for Justin Verlander being a person that uh, I could root for ever so uh, yeah I, I, I got I gotta see him just fall on his face again in the World Series. But this time I can root for it because, hey, I don't mind the Phillies. It's been a while since they made the postseason. Why not? It's great. I know that they're a big market team. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. Uh, Hoskins and Harper have the most home runs on the Phillies this postseason with five apiece. But uh, Kyle Schwarber has been to the series before, so he might be the smart pick here. Hoskins and Harper have not been this deep into the postseason. So I think Kyle Schwarber could be the guy that just obliterates Justin Verlander and makes him cry to Ben Verlander. Uh, And they're going to... That's going to be a fun video... Like, a fun vlog is the Verlander brothers sobbing into a microphone. Anyways, uh, if we're going to be going with a switch hitter, you know, to, to really relive the the Panda experience, uh, to really recreate history, then uh, JT Real Muto is, I, I believe, the only guy. So he's the one. JT Real Muto, uh, Real Muto, there we go. Kept saying it wrong. Uh, Real Muto, he's going to be the guy that really does it. And uh, But it's Schwarber or Real Muto. One of those two guys is going to make... The Verlander brothers cry, and it's gonna be great. I can't wait, but coming up, there are two big storylines at play in this series, and uh, one of them I'm very intrigued by. The other one, I'm gonna tell you some, some thoughts about the Astros. Welcome back to the Locked on Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice. We are free and available on every single platform imaginable. Even ones that are just thought of right now that aren't even in existence. We are there. So subscribe wherever. It doesn't matter. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on uh, social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Make sure to follow Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook and, uh, you know, Click on some articles, why not? Have some fun reading about the A's this postseason, or I guess off-season, because they're not in the postseason. Uh, season just, just go read about the A's, at inside the A's, because that's where good stuff happens. But uh, let's talk about some storylines here, because the obvious storyline here is that if the Astros win, they'll feel like they have earned a World Series title in vindication, or at least the fans will feel vindicated and it'll be weird. Uh, I'm not sure how that's gonna play out for them. Uh, I- I mean, I know for me, uh, them winning isn't going to do anything to make me like them anymore. So I don't know that it's going to be helpful to them or hurtful. It's just going to be indifferent. I'm going to be like, no, I- I'm-, I'm probably going to dislike them even more. But I don't like the Astros. And yes, uh, because of the cheating. And yes, because they didn't really get punished for the cheating. Uh, but also because... They're always around in the ALCS and the World Series, and dominant teams are just not my cup of tea. Tom Brady and the Patriots, or Tom Brady just in general, no thank you. Not a fan. Uh, Who's he going to date? Go to bed online. Uh, Also, Jordan's Bulls, uh, he pushed off on Byron Russell. I was a big Utah Jazz fan for that couple of seasons. The Yankees, they won a championship seemingly every year by the time that I turned 11. It sucked. So, yeah, the the Yankees, all those teams, the Braves, they had their run in the 90s, too. And they were always on TV because TBS uh, stands for that brave station. Um, That that wasn't fun. I, I like variety. And so them winning isn't going to make me like them anymore or dislike them any less. It's... I I don't know how to break that to Astros fans, but they're going to be sorely mistaken. They're going to get very chesty, too. They're already chesty because they lose in the World Series a lot. I don't know. But uh, the other storyline here, and I think that this is an interesting one that, I mean, I I have a taste for this one. People might be burned out on this one. But the other storyline here is Bryce Harper. If he wins a World Series, that would just be ridiculous. He'd be the LeBron James of baseball, by which I mean he was on a Sports Illustrated cover uh, much too young. <laughs> more, more young than I think that we should be, feel comfortable rooting for people that might be athletes one day. And he lived up to the hype, which is nearly impossible to do. And so for him to win a World Series would be just a ridiculous feat for that kid. What was he, like 15, 16? How old was he when he was on Sports Illustrated cover? Uh, that, that would be amazing and I'd be very happy for Bryce Harper because that's a lot of pressure to put on a child who can't even like have a cigarette legally can't drink legally it's a lot of pressure I'm still trying to deal with life's pressures and they're like ah, you're on Sports Illustrated cover go have a life now go 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 do it and that's just ridiculous but uh Here's the part that people may not have the stomach for, and that is that uh, I know I know that Mike Trout is one of the greatest baseball players of all time, uh, one of the b- greatest players to ever do it, but Bryce winning a World Series could really open up that discussion between Bryce and Mike Trout for real litigation too. Uh, honestly, I think that it would be hard to pick against Bryce Harper. Uh, he has the MVPs and the playoff experiences. A- I mean... He's lost a bunch of those in the first round, but so did Mike Trout the one time he made it. Plus, Bryce Harper would have a World Series ring, and Mike Trout has barely been in the playoffs in his entire career. I know that baseball is a team sport, but... I mean, the. They're still comparable players, and I think that if you were like, hey, which player would you want? The one that can get you to the postseason with some extra tools around him, or the one that is going to be good but is kind of an injury risk at this point? I think at this point in their careers, you you probably take Bryce Harper because he's probably going to be healthier, and I know that he he needs Tommy John so that he can play on the field again, but... Uh, he can still DH in the National League now and uh, he's doing a great job of that also quick shout out to the the DH in the National League that uh that CBA came just in the nick of time for the Philadelphia Phillies because if if there was a lockout or you know that the universal DH was not implemented before this season the Philadelphia Phillies would not be in this position they would have licensed they would have lost Bryce Harper uh, very early in the season. I think it was a couple months in when he was like, yeah, I tore my UC. I think he tore his UCL, right? That's what happened. He tore his UCL. So he needs to have surgery on his arm so that he can throw baseballs, but he can still hit a lot like Shohei Otani did when he had Tommy John. So he wasn't pitching one year, but he was still able to hit. And so that is kind of where we're at, only uh, just pre-surgery Bryce Harper. And that's fantastic. It's... Mike Trout could never, and it's it, it feels weird talking mainly about Mike Trout because he is fantastic, but I like Bryce Harper. I've always been a Bryce Harper guy. He's got the beard. He's got the swag. He's got the stuff. He's got the mojo, uh, as, Bryce, as uh, Austin Powers would say, the mojo. But yeah, uh, I'm old. I watched Austin Powers in theaters. <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's my World Series preview. Uh, those are the things that I'm keeping an eye out for because I'm... I mean, I'm going to watch the World Series, but if uh, Houston gets up like two games to and nothing and, or three games, if they start like really taking control of the series, I reserve the right to not watch the World Series anymore this season because I, I am not going to be watching them celebrating on the field. Uh, I will watch a game seven just because either team can win, but I really don't want to physically watch the Houston Astros win a World Series. That's just not my cup of tea. Um, but, yeah. That's all that I got for you guys today. So thank you so much for making Locked On as your first listen. For your next lesson, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. I tell you guys about the show all the time. It's fantastic. You really need to check it out if you have not already because it's the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So make sure to go at least listen, if not fully subscribe to the show. Give it give it a taste listen. And then hit subscribe, you know, just try before you buy, but also you don't have to pay for it, so it's free. <laughs> but anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Coming up next week, we got a Halloween episode that I'll be doing. And then uh, we're, we're going to figure out some other stuff, too. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and make sure to check out Inside the A's, the, the website where you can read writing. And uh, make sure to follow them on Twitter or on Facebook. You can also follow this show. Subscribe to Locked On A's wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. That's all that I got for you guys today. So until next week, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I will talk with you on Monday.